guys, Brian with Cajun Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana with another Explore the Card episode number 46 featuring uh, Michael Jordan insert or parallel card from the 90s. And today's card is none other than the 1997 Stadium Club Hard Court Heroics card number H1 that you see featured on the thumbnail on your screen. There is a members only parallel of this card, which we will touch on a little bit today, but primarily we're talking about this uh, base copy of the Hard Court Heroics insert from the 1997 Stadium Club set. As always, I like to start with showing you guys what I own so you can understand that I'm coming to you from a transparent perspective. I do own a uh, few copies of this card. We'll hit the slideshow here and I'll share you uh, pictures of what I have in my vault. First and foremost, I have this uh, pretty fascinating little uh, members-only parallel of the Hardcore Heroics in PSA 10 condition. This card is a Pop 3. Um, it looks very similar to the original uh, base Hardcore Heroics, which we're going to discuss today, except on the back you can see it's got members-only written in horizontal, uh, sorry, diagonal left to right uh, script across the back of it, but that is the Hardcore Heroics members only PSA 10. I also own a Hardcore Heroics members only PSA 8. I also own a um, regular Hardcore Heroics PSA 8. Uh, I haven't really discussed this much, but I've actually started a little baby Michael Jordan PSA 8 collection where I'm trying to collect as many Michael Jordan inserts and parallels from the 90s in PSA 8 condition. Normally I'm chasing the PSA 10s and BGS 9.5s, but I'm going to create a secondary Michael Jordan PSA 8 PC. And then lastly, of course, I own the 1997 Stadium Club Hardcore Heroics insert in a regular PSA 10 slab as well. So that's what I have. That's what I own. So now you know uh, I have got the checklist pulled up for the 1997 Stadium Club set, basketball set. It is 240 cards. I always like to talk about the set that these inserts and parallels come from. Uh, we talk about the, the rookies that we would find in these 1997 sets. Not just Stadium Club, but other sets as well. And it's Tim Duncan and Tracy McGrady would be the two big rookies. Obviously, uh, Chauncey Billups, Keith Van Horn, Tim Thomas were probably the next best rookies in that class. And at the time, I got to believe Tim Thomas was probably highly sought after because he was an absolute animal. Uh, Jordan is base card number 118 in this 1997 Stadium Club set. Let me see if I can pull him up. This is not your typical Michael Jordan base card, however. And I know I seem to say that a lot. That's what the card looks like. It is, uh, again, it's card number 118 in the base set. It is 600, last sold was $660 in April of this year. The pop is only 79. Uh, again, that's a, pretty rare when a Jordan base card hadn't sold in almost six, well, a little bit shade over six months. This card, the members only parallel version of this card in PSA 10 is a pop two card. So the members only stuff from 1997 Stadium Clubs just really tough to get your hands on. There are 14 insert sets from 1997 Stadium Club, and here they are on your screen. Of course, I'm in Trading Card Database, which is a wealth of resource and knowledge and a great ally if you're trying to digest and understand and educate yourself on 1990s inserts and parallels, specifically Michael Jordan, but other players as well. Uh, there's 14 insert sets from this 1997 Stadium Club set. The notable insert sets are Hardcore Heroics, Hoop Screens, Never Compromise, Royal Court, and then the uh, three versions of the Triumvirate, which includes the Illuminator and the Luminescent. 
there's seven mail-in members-only sets. So you can pull members-only hardcore heroics like we talked about, members-only hardwood hopefuls, members-only hoop screams, etc., etc. Uh, there are eight parallel sets, including uh, first day issue, uh, which is a uh, pretty unique pretty low pop and adds pretty substantially to the value of the cards. There's members only one and two, one of a kind, and then there's also four printing plates, black, cyan, magenta, and yellow. Uh, the Hardcourt Heroic set consists of 10 players. Let's go ahead and find it. Where am I? There we are. Got it pulled up. Jordan is card number H1 in the set. So the first card, number H1. Um, it, there are seven of the ten players are Hall of Famers, which gives us a 70% Hall of Fame rate, which is pretty good. It's right on track. Whenever you're looking at collectible sets from the 90s, you always want to gauge how many Hall of Famers in there because oftentimes, you know, that will dictate whether or not those sets will have lasting value and will be highly sought after by other collectors in the hobby, whether they collect Gary Payton or Charles Barkley or Olajuwon or Penny or Shaq or whatever. Uh, it's got two of the big three, no Kobe Bryant, uh, but it does have Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal. And so seven out of 10 are Hall of Famers, and it's got two out of the three big three. The only imposter in here is probably Vin Baker, but people, you got to remember, Vin Baker, while a lot of you young folks in your 20s or 30s probably don't remember or have any idea who I'm talking about, Vin Baker was a four-time All-Star and a two-time All-NBA player, and he was twice 21-10 in his career. He is the weakest player of the 10 players featured in this set. Uh, the two other non-Hall of Famers are uh, Sean Kemp, and Penny Hardaway, who we both know were no slouches and are very, very collectible players, even more so probably than Mitch Richmond and Gary Payton and Pippen from the 90s. Um, the card features something called a uniluster technology. So let's go back and pull mine up. Uh, this is what the card looks like. This is the front of the card. It's sort of a foil, but it's the, the this technology was called uniluster. Uh, I'm not sure what the equivalent of uniluster technology is in today's ultra modern card products, but the card's different. It's sort of in between a refractor, in between paper, and in between foil. Uh, it's definitely a paper surface, um, but if you look at the back of it, it's pure paper surface. It's almost got like a comic book type feel to it. And so you can see, you know, the black and white kind of grayed out background featuring MJ. And then it's got like these, uh, it's got the kind of the comic book type font and comic book little, um, uh, what are those things called where they put it next to somebody's head when they're thinking something in a comic book? I can't remember what it's called, but you guys get, know what I'm getting at. Um, and then down here, it's got a little narrative, you know, they, we always like to read the narratives. These are the all-time Bulls franchise rankings. Jordan is first all-time in points, even back in 97. First in assists, first in steals. And look at Pippen being second in each of those three categories as well. Part of that is those two guys were absolute phenoms. And the other part of it is the Bulls sucked ass for decades uh, before this, and they were never any good. So uh, they overcame, uh, uh, says Jordan overcame debilitating illness to score 38 points, 15 in the fourth quarter, to lead the Bulls over the Jazz 90 to 88 in game five of the 1997 NBA Finals. The famous flu game slash food poisoning game slash group pizza delivery game. But that's what the card looks like. I think the card is aesthetically beautiful. Uh, got Jordan, you know, in his Red Bulls uniform. He looks extremely yoked in this picture. He looks gigantic, honestly. Uh, his arms are huge. Uh, it makes all of us jealous. His hands are gigantic. He's palming the ball like it's a grapefruit over here, extending it out beyond the defender and probably laying the ball in the hoop. 
So uh, that's what the card looks like, but let's give the people what they want. As always, I like to show you guys the pop and price table. I've got it pulled up. Again, we don't have the members only featured in here. We will talk a little bit about it in a second, but this is the chart for the regular Stadium Club Hardcourt Heroics insert. I've got the two gym mint grades and the two mint grades from both PSA and BGS 9.5. I don't feature SGC, CSG, TAG, or HGA because time is limited and I want to make sure you get the information that you can use to, uh, to educate yourself on the card like I'm doing and then maybe pursue the card if that's something that you intend to do. So we've just got these four grades. Sorry, I have to pick and choose. What stands out to me on this table? The first thing that stands out is going to be the pop in the gem mint condition. The PSA 10 is only 30 and the PGS 9.5 is a paltry 5. Uh, if you look at those gem percentages, the third column where it says percentage total, that is the percentage likelihood of a card grading a gem based on the total number of cards submitted to that company for grading. And so 8% have received a PSA 10 grade and 4% of those cards submitted to BGS 9.5 uh, to BGS have received a BGS 9.5 grade. Those are very low gem percentages. Anytime you're in the single digits, it makes the card a little bit more meaningful and creates a little bit more scarcity. Uh, this was a very tough chart to put together. The card itself is not in Card Ladder in the database itself, but Card Ladder has a feature called Sales History. For those of you who are Card Ladder Pro members, uh, when Card Ladder 2.0 rolled out, it came with Sales History, which basically rendered for me uh, any other sales data pricing tool meaningless and superfluous because I use card ladder sales history for all of my data sourcing needs. Uh, but you can see the last sold price for the PSA 10 was 2,640. The card hit its peak of 3,387. No PSA 10s, no BGS 9.5s have sold in the last six months. Therefore, there's no average, there's no change in percentage. I don't know the increase in the population of any of these cards in any of these grades because, like I said, it wasn't in the card ladder data report. I probably could have gone to gym rate and checked that out and maybe you know, dove into that information and provided it. I apologize, I did not. What's gonna stand out to you is that the last BGS 9.5 sold for $42, and I think that's because it was about six or seven, maybe even eight years ago. Uh, it's the highest it's ever sold for is $65. I assure you that is not uh, a natural disparity between PSA 10 and BGS 9.5 pricing. That's just a result of this card selling so many, so many years ago that it just didn't have the same value. Uh, that cards in the hobby do today. And that's something that we probably need to remember as collectors. While we're hyper-focused on what's happened the last 18 to 24 months and how much cards have gone down, if you kind of take a time machine back seven, eight years, it would probably blow someone's mind to think that cards are worth what they are today, this card included. Uh, again, these chart, this chart is not nearly as helpful as normal because the cards just aren't selling. PSA 9s, however, have sold 13 times in the last six months, but not a single BGS 9 or BGS 9.5 has sold in the last six months. I think we can safely assume that a 102 pop PSA 9 card is worth about $200 to $225. Uh, it's up actually 12% over the last six months. It started at a base price of $181 in early May. And then most recently, a few uh, weeks ago, sold for uh, I think $203. And so it's up about 22 bucks. So nothing crazy there. Uh, very affordable card. If you just like the card and you watch this episode and you're like, you know what? I want to get one of these hardcore heroics. I suggest checking out a PSA 9 or a BGS 9 copy because... 
Super, super affordable for a really good, unique, uh, oftentimes forgotten about Michael Jordan insert card from the 90s. Now, I will tell you, uh, there are three PSA 10 members only Hardcore Heroics, and there are no BGS 9.5 Hardcore Heroics members only. There are also, by the way, no BGS 10 or BGS Black Label Hardcore Heroics regular or members only uh so only three psa 10s in the world i'm lucky enough to have one of them sitting in my pwcc vault nice and safe next to my psa 10 regular um only 17 members only hardcore heroics have ever even been graded uh 11 bgs have been graded and zero have received a gem mint copy the highest sale price for the psa 10 uh of all time is 4609 attributable to yours truly yes that's my purchase price but i will gladly and willingly pay that for a pop three jordan card that i really really like and i think is probably more valuable than the 4609 that i paid for it even though the market has uh dipped quite substantially since the time i bought it there are 35 combined gem copies of the hardcore heroics between psa and bgs as we mentioned 30 psas and five bgs uh 9.5s combined this card in gem mint condition has not been seen on the open market in the last six months i can't remember the last time i've said that when filming one of these videos that just gives you some idea of just how rare this particular hardcore heroics card is in gem mint condition zero have sold in the last six months between psa and bgs what about ebay what do we find when we search 1997 Stadium Club Heroics Jordan on eBay. I get 31 results, and so I'm just going to scroll real quickly. If you're looking to buy raw, you're not going to have any problem. This is not the rarest card in the world. Uh, this is a uh, pop one in 100. Uh, sorry, it's a pack odds one in 120 series one pull. So the hardcore heroics were one in 12 packs. Not rare at all. There's 10 players within that insert set as we discussed, including the great Vin Baker, which makes Jordan a one in 120 pack pull by Jordan 90 standards. That is not a difficult pack odds card. So for that reason, you're gonna see plenty of raws in here. Uh, just be real careful buying these raws because the grading is probably not gonna yield the result that you suspect or wish that it would uh, so I wouldn't uh, you know expect to get a bunch of tens back or even maybe even nines uh, a combined one out of three receive a PSA 9 or 10, and a combined one out of five receive a BGS 9 or 9.5. So you're probably looking more likely than not, unless you have a, you know, a keen, keen eye that would make all the rest of us jealous. You're probably looking at PSA 8s and 7s uh, with the occasional PSA 9, and the PSA 10 is probably, you know, wishful thinking. Uh, we've got a Gary Payton here. We've got some more Jordan Rawls. Here's a Jordan uh, PSA 8. Here's a really good looking picture of a Jordan PSA 8, which is pretty significantly overpriced. Uh, PSA 7, members only PSA 7 for 248. If you're looking to get into that members only market, remember, there's only been 17 of these ever graded in members only. Here's one of them, uh, 248 or best offer. That doesn't really sound that crazy right there. Here's a lot of six, which is pretty cool. Um, including one uh, hardcore, hardcore heroics within that lot. So that's why that one pulled. And then you've got an 8.5, et cetera, et cetera. We can work our way down. I just want to make sure we're not missing a PSA 10 or even a PSA 9, even a bigger PSA 9. Here's a PSA 9 for $535 and a new PSA slab. PSA 7, PSA 8, 
PSA 6. Okay, so you get some idea. Again, uh, this is a card you might want to chase in a box. And if you do, I only found one box when I searched 1997 Stadium Club Basketball Series 1. It's a 24-pack retail box. It's with Steel City Collectibles, one of the more reputable wax sellers out there, one of the bigger wax sellers out there in the world, $774.95. Uh, what about... Uh, what do I own? What do I grade? We looked at it already. Uh, I own a PSA 10 base and a PSA 10 members only. I own two PSA 8 bases uh, just as investment copies that I picked up super cheap. I am exactly where I want to be on this card. I am neither a buy. I am not a sell. I am a, a firm hold. Obviously, if for whatever reason, the price on the PSA 8 did run. I would look to move those two PSA 8s and then reinvest that money into a Jordan card that I do not already have. Those two PSA 8s were investment pieces for me, albeit little munchkin investment pieces. Um, you know... Uh, yeah, I'm just exactly where I want to be on this card. I got to believe I'm one of very few people in the world that has the members only and the base. And so for that reason, I feel pretty good about this card. I know it's not the most popular Jordan insert out there, but I do really personally like this particular card. That's just me. Um, where is the card? A low, mid, high, or grail? They're all low value. Every single card in every single grade, possibly even the members only PSA 10 is a below $5,000 card. I have to believe the next PSA 10 members only would sell for more than 5,000 if only by a little bit. Uh, but as far as the base hardcore heroics card, I think in all four mint grades, mint or better grades, I think the card would qualify as a low value card below that 5,000 threshold. What if we have, um, as we talked about, $2,640 to spend and we can buy whatever Jordan card we want? Let's look at some comparison Jordan inserts uh, and parallels from the 1990s that are of similar value to this PSA 10 Hardcore Heroics. The first one you're gonna see on your screen is this High Risers. This is a pop 11 card, so super low pop card. About one third of the population of the Hardcore Heroics PSA 10. Uh, you can see this one last sold for 2,400 back in 2021. I'm also a huge fan of this card from the prior year of Stadium Club. Uh, another card of commensurate value is the 1997 Generations uh, Refractor Die Cut. Good looking Jordan card right there. It's an insert parallel. It's an insert because it's an insert and it's a parallel because it's a refractor of an insert. And so that card is a pop 37 card. And then lastly of similar value is the competitive advantage that a lot of you guys may be familiar with this die cut Jordan card featuring these, uh, you know, Roman Collins with the crowd in the background, Jordan getting his jumper off with the uh, competitive advantage logo right up here at the top. Pretty cool, unique looking card there. That's a little bit higher, Pop 44 card right there. Uh, what order would I choose if I was choosing amongst these four cards? Uh, I would go High Risers first. Number one, because of the pop. Number two, because I like that card the best. I would go the Hardcore Heroics that we're looking at today as uh, my card number two in order. If I had $2,600 to spend, I would go Competitive Advantage. Even though it's a Pop 44, I would go with the Competitive Advantage as my third choice. And then my last choice would be uh, the Insert Parallel uh, 1997 Tops Generations Refractor card. On the Cajun Cardboard scale of Jordan card relevance, I give our Hardcore Heroics card that we're looking at today, I give it a 6 out of 10, fellas. That's just my opinion. Uh, it's not the most meaningful card. It's probably very middle of the road. The pack cards aren't too tough. Uh, the condition sensitivity of the card makes it uh, a probably, I think it's probably still even a little bit undervalued. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, um, you know, we looked at those four cards. I mean, I'd, 
you know, again, it, to each his own. The Jordan world is what you make it, but I really like the eye appeal of this particular card. And so for that reason, uh, you know, I give this card a 6 out of 10. You know, anywhere between a 5 and a 6, you know, maybe even a 5.5, something like that on a scale of 1 to 10. Let me know in the comments what you guys think about this card. Um, and, uh, and just generally speaking, what you think about, uh, you know, the members only being only a pop three. Uh, hopefully this is a card that not many of you were familiar with, you know, and that's kind of one of the purposes of these videos. It's not only to entertain, but it's also to educate. I know every time I film one of these videos, it's an education for me. And I learn a little bit more about Michael Jordan cards from the 90s and the sets that those cards derive from. Uh, let me know in the comments what you would like me to feature in uh, episode number 47 of Explore the Card. Um, I've actually got a comment already from one of the watchers. And so uh, the next episode is actually already decided. So let me know what you would like to see in episode 48 of Explore the Card. Because episode number 47, I'll give you a sneak preview. It's going to be rave reviews. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, it's a big Jordan card. So it's a card that's super meaningful, extremely valuable, and gem mint condition. But uh, I think you guys will enjoy that episode as well if you're not into the jordan market and you're nervous about it or you don't know enough about it or you're uncomfortable or you're kind of uh, overwhelmed with all the information and the uncertainty regarding the 90s cards or you're worried about fakes or whatever um, don't be uh, i was like that for years and years and when i finally dipped my toes in the water and decided to dive in head first uh, it was one of the best decisions I've made in the hobby and uh, collecting cards from the 90s is just one of the best eras in the hobby and you guys will not regret it if you jump in here and uh, and grab some of your heroes. If you're around my age, you know, if you're anywhere from 40 to 55 uh, and I'm square in the middle of those, that age range. You're going to love collecting cards from the 90s because it's nostalgic. It's some of the greatest players that ever lived and some of the greatest products and inserts and parallels that have ever been produced. And so uh, I think there's always going to be a lasting market for these types of cards. Anyway, uh, as always, I appreciate you guys watching this on the Luca Nation Network. I would like to get the watches up. So if there's anything that you suggest that I could do better uh, to get more eyeballs on these videos and on these Michael Jordan cards, these episodes do come out every single Friday. Please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button to the Luca Nation Network and hit the bell icon so you get notifications every time one of these Explore the Card episodes is released by me on Friday. And, uh, and if you want to go back and watch the prior 40 Explore the Card episodes, go check out my Cajun Cardboard YouTube channel. I've got a playlist created. If you only like Jordan, I've got a Michael Jordan playlist and you can just watch all my Michael Jordan content if that's what floats your boat. So uh, make sure you're subscribed and you're receiving notifications for the Luca Nation Network and the Cajun Cardboard channel uh, and all podcast platforms as well for the Luca Nation Network. That's another nice perk of the Luca Nation Network is that a lot of the videos that you see are also available on podcasts if that's how you do your thing. So anyway, uh, happy Friday. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope your fantasy football teams win. If you're watching basketball, enjoy the games. Uh, spend some time with your family and have fun this weekend. As always, thanks for watching. Keep collecting. Stay positive in the hobby. And peace.